Welcome back to the Get More Podcast, where we're going to get you more money, more marketing, more business strategy, more community, and just more of the good stuff that you need in your life every day. Oh my gosh, I have not done a solo episode that was on anything except like my Money Mondays in for freaking ever. And so this episode, I'm going to keep it pretty short, pretty quick, pretty just like, hey, we're hanging out. We're going to do some cool stuff today because I'm doing something with the podcast that I honestly haven't seen anybody else do. I don't know if there are other people who do do this, if this is just something that I came up with. Highly unlikely. Every idea ever has been done to some extent. So I probably tucked it away into a corner of my mind for use at a later time, which is now. And we're going to be trying something new, something exciting for the next couple months just to see how it's going to go. And that is going to be each month is going to have a theme. So this month's theme is Just Start. So it is Just Start April. And that is to just freaking start whatever it is that you have on your heart that you have been thinking about, that you have been waiting to do. And that's going to be anything and everything. Do you want to start the business? Do you want to start a new relationship? Do you want to start a new health program? Do you want to start a new book? Whatever it is you want to start, that is what this month is going to be about. Uh, I have so many different coaches coming from all sorts of different avenues, and this is going to be the focus that we're going to go into because I think it's so valuable to have an idea of where to start because we can get so caught up in all the things that we think we need to start and not actually do the things that we really need to get started. So that is what is going to be coming up over the next month. April is going to be just start and then May is going to be one of my favorite, favorite thinking things, and that is going to be May Manifestation. So we are going to do a whole month of incredible manifestation coaches, mindset coaches, how to call in your dream life, because this month we are going to start. We are going to start the business. We are going to start the new thing. You are going to start the podcast. You are going to start writing the book. You are going to start the thing that is on your heart that you are just so, so freaking excited about, but also so scared because you don't know where to start. And then next month, we are going to manifest all of the awesomeness to go around that. So that is what's going to be coming up in the next couple of months. I'm super, super pumped. So this episode is just going to be us kind of talking about what I thought I needed in order to start my business versus what I actually needed to start my business. So I have been coaching about a year now. Uh, I started really digging into this whole wealth coaching, money mindset coaching, kind of at the beginning of quarantine last year. So last March when I got laid off from my hotel job. And in the months leading up to that, I had been dabbling in what I thought I wanted to create. I was already in this mindset of what I wanted to help people with, but I did not have a clue how. And that stems from in October 2019, I went to this female entrepreneurial conference and I didn't think that I was the right person to be going to this. At that point, I was in network marketing. I was working at Target. I really did not know 
how many opportunities, how many different things were out there. I did not understand that there were so many things that I could be doing and there were so many people just doing all of these things that set their souls on fire and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So sort of just by chance, I went to this event and I did feel incredibly out of place the whole time I was there because I didn't feel like the things that we were talking about were applying to me. They, I didn't feel like they were applying to my network marketing business. I didn't feel that it was the right thing for me. But what I did start to think is, oh my gosh, coaching is so badass. All of these women here are living in their, in their fiery passion, excitement, like the things that set themselves on fire. They are here. They are living in that and they are helping so many other people to live into that. And yo, they are getting paid dang good money to follow their dreams and to do all of these incredible things and to be this incredible light and this beacon in their field. And I thought that was the coolest fucking thing ever, ever. And I was just like, how do you, how do I get to be these people? What do I have to do? And so I really started kind of really stalking a lot of coaches online, expanding my social media space to include coaches to see what it is that they were doing. How do you become a coach? What do you do? What does it even mean? What does a coach do? I wanted to know all of the things immediately about this. And so that was in October 2019. I came back from that event. I started following all these people. We moved from Denver, Colorado to Nashville. I ended up leaving my original network marketing company because it wasn't filling up my soul anymore. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I joined another um, network marketing company But by that point, I was like, you know, this isn't for me. I'm not good at this thing. I'm not good at selling somebody else's thing. I'm not good at really getting someone involved in something that my whole heart and soul isn't involved in. And I was seeing all these people coaching, creating their own programs, creating their own courses, um, just really being involved in the things that they loved. And again, getting paid for those things. And I was like, that's super freaking cool. I want to do that. So by the time we had moved to Nashville, I had gotten another hotel job and I was doing that full time. And while I was doing that job, I was brainstorming all the time how the heck I could start to create something in the coaching space, how I could take the skills that I had, all of this information that I had swirling around in my brain, all of these things that I had fallen flat on my face about and found workarounds to and had overcome and what kind of skills did I end up having and the thing that just kept coming back around was money. So I... If you've been following this podcast for any amount of time, or maybe you haven't, uh, I went on a debt-free journey and I paid off $48,654.17 of debt in 19 months. We slammed through this debt, like power horse train. We did everything we possibly could to get out of debt and to live a debt-free life. And I had been so garbage, garbage, horse shit crap at money for so long 
that this was such an incredible feat to me that I wanted to share the tips and the tools and the things that I had learned along the way about how to create budgets, how to create savings plans, about the way you should be managing your money and enjoying the process and living a life in the short term that's really, really hard and making specific sacrifices in order to, at the other end of it, maintain so much money, so much more. Not paying interest on car payments, not paying interest on student loans is incredible. Having all of the money that you make and all of the income coming in just being yours, you know, you're paying your basic utilities, your rent, your mortgage, like you're paying the normal things, but there's not a two, three, four hundred dollar student loan payment in there. There's not a $300 car payment. There's not any medical stuff. There's none of that. And it's just so freeing. And I wanted other people to experience that. I wanted other people to have that. I wanted other people to be living a debt-free life because I knew that it was freaking awesome. But I had no idea how the frick I was supposed to even go about doing that. So early 2019 or late 2019 when I'm thinking about it and then early 2020, this is all like, oh, the pandemic is not a thing yet. Like, okay, there's a virus. That's the end of January. We're going into February. We're like, what's this? What's that? And I was thinking, I was like, well, worst case scenario, you know, there's a big outbreak. I wasn't thinking about getting laid off anything like that. I remember recording my very first podcast episode because at the time when, um, I'm going to dig into this a little bit more in a second, but at the beginning of wanting to be a coach, I straight up thought that in order to be a coach, you needed to have a podcast. The fact was I was just following a bunch of coaches who had podcasts and there was, there was not a requirement at all for that. So, I was like, okay, if I want to be a coach, I need to make a podcast. And so I made a podcast. The very first one was talking about COVID. And then just in a matter of weeks, I was laid off from my hotel job and we thought it was just going to be like six weeks. And so I was like, okay, cool. I've got six weeks to really dedicate to doing something, to really make the most of this. And the way that I decided to do that was I was going to go into my podcast and I was going to start creating this coaching business thing that I had wanted to do. Up to this point, I had literally been asking like my coworkers, I've been asking people on my social media, I was asking my friends, I was examining my own personal experience, and I was finding about all these things that people had feelings around money, what their money stories were, what their money habits were. So I was absorbing all of this information because in my head I was like, I wanna make a course one day. Cool, so I needed all this information. And so when May, not May, March, March 2020 happened and I was home full time and just kind of thinking about how to make the best of this. I sat down and I was like, okay, what do I need in order to start my coaching business? And so I dug through my Google Docs to find my it wasn't really a business plan. I was just like writing down these things that I thought I needed in order to start my business. And looking at them now is absolutely hilarious and sort of horrifying that these were the things that I was thinking. And 
because I was thinking these things, that was really kind of how the podcast came about, like more in depth when I started interviewing coaches because I wanted to know what other coaches were doing for my own selfish reasons of being like, I want to know their secrets. I want to I want to pick their brain in a way that I can because they're doing so good. They're so successful. I want to know how to do that, how to engage like that. And so that's really kind of how this came about. I was like, there are so many incredible people doing incredible things. I want to hear from them how they're doing these incredible things and share their incredible knowledge with as many people as possible. Looking at my list now, I'm going to go over a couple of the things that I thought 100% like undeniable I would have to have in order to have a successful coaching business. I thought first and foremost, that I would need at least 10,000 followers on Instagram. I could not fathom at that point the idea that you could be successful without a massive audience. It just, it could not compute in my brain having less than 10,000 followers. So I started trying to build up my following even more. I was adding people. I was I was trying to get people to come to me, like to follow me because I wanted that swipe up feature because I was like, there's no way you can be successful without the swipe up feature. As it turns out, you can be. The next thing I thought I needed was a fully mapped out five to 10 year business plan. Y'all, I had a tiny baby idea for coaching And at this point, I'm sitting here thinking that I need to map out what I'm doing for the next five to 10 years when I haven't even started. But I thought I needed this huge business plan. And there are some like drafts of these plans in my Google Docs, which are embarrassing and awful. And I pretend like they didn't happen because I just came up with some outlandish shit, like outlandish stuff that was in no way, shape, or form in the wheelhouse of what I was doing. Another thing that I thought I needed was investors. Why did I need investors for my coaching business, you ask? Who freaking knows? I have no idea. I literally just wrote, must get investors. What are they going to invest in? I don't know. I don't have a product. At this point, I didn't even have a service officially. I didn't have anything built out, but I was like, I need to get investors. What were those investors going to do for me? I'm a coach. Nothing. They were going to do literally nothing. Um, So that was some crazy thing that I thought I needed. Another thing I thought I needed was I thought I needed to write a book first. If you are in the online space in any way, shape, or form, you know that very rarely does the book come first. Very rarely do coaches release books and somehow become coaches or like authors release books and then turn into coaches. Generally, you have been coaching and then you create this beautiful book to help more people after you have already established what you're good at, that you're good at it, and then you have a ton of material to come from. Very rarely are you needing to write a book before you can become a good coach. It definitely can happen, and there's tons of people out there who have, but I was convinced that if I didn't have a book, nobody was ever, ever going to trust me. Spoiler alert, didn't matter. I thought you needed to have a podcast. I love my podcast. I love all of you listeners. I love doing this. I love everything about this, so I'm glad that I thought I needed to have a podcast because it has done incredible things for me, and I'm so, so thankful, but... 
You do not need to have a podcast in order to start your business. Having a podcast should be something that you really enjoy doing. If you just think that you want to have a podcast just to have a podcast, I want you to reconsider. I want you to think about are you going to be doing the editing yourself? I still do all my own editing. I think it is fun. It was hard to learn in the beginning, but I actually love it. I love to sit down and I love to edit and I love to, you know, make myself sound better than I am sometimes. Just let me take out some of those ums, those likes, make me sound a little bit more elegant. Sometimes I edit a lot and then sometimes I'm like, it's fine. It's cool. We just on the cusp. We just talking. We just doing some fun stuff, but I love to edit. But podcasting is honestly so much time. It is so much time that you have to build in. You have to get your guests. You have to sit down. You have to record. You have to figure out what the heck you're even going to talk about. So unless having a podcast lights you up and gets you amped, you do not need to have a podcast in order to be a good coach. On to the next Um, I thought to go with my fabulous 10,000 followers that I needed to have first, I thought I needed a social media manager. I thought I was going to need somebody else to run all of my socials because somehow that was going to make me more successful at that moment in time when I had exactly zero success and no idea what I would even have a social media manager do. I still run all of my own socials. I mean, I have like an app or it's not an app. I have I have later if you guys use that at all um, where it'll like publish posts for me and I'll do that with like main posts. Like I'll write the content. I still do all my own copy at this point, but I'll have it auto publish for me. I thought I was going to need somebody who like picked out my photos, made them look perfect wrote all of it. I thought I needed that when I uh, barely even had an idea. I thought I was going to have to go get this social media manager because that's what really successful people have. And you know, one day I'm probably going to need a social media manager. I've got a big vision of where things are going to go and I'm probably going to want somebody who has the ability to come in on the back end and help me with that. But starting out was not a thing that I needed, but I thought I did. Uh, And to go along with that, you know, managing your social medias, I thought everything had to be perfect. Literally perfect. Brand color perfect. Preset perfect. Perfect poses. Perfect lighting. Perfect hair. Perfect makeup. Perfect, 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 perfect. I thought there was no way that anyone under the sun could possibly trust me if I did not look perfect. Now... You might be wondering, do I apply that same kind of rigid, high expectation standards to literally anyone else? Literally anyone else that I've ever worked with does not have a perfect Facebook, not have a perfect Instagram. Sometimes they don't even use presets. They have a lot of candid photos and they seem like a real person. And I love that. And I want to work with them. And I, and I get so full of joy and happiness whenever I engage in their content because it's real and raw and, you know, maybe it's a little bit curated here or there, but like it's social media, everything's curated and I honor them for that. And then I'm over here just like, no, everything has to be perfect. Everything must be perfect and no one will like me. Nonsense. Literal, actual nonsense. And because I felt that I had to look perfect, that really inserted a lot of body insecurities that I already had. I felt that if I did not have a full face of makeup, 
perfect hair, white ass teeth, excellent contour, and if I was not a certain body shape, I have struggled my whole freaking life with different eating disorders, yo-yo dieting. I have been on an incredible health journey over the last year with an absolutely incredible coach, like with teaching me what my body actually needs, teaching me the right foods to eat, when to eat those foods, when to, you know, have more calories, less calories based on what I'm doing. Um, so it became less about how I was looking and more about how I was feeling because I'm super, super into fitness. So my muscles be looking on point. I am strong as hell these days and I am marathon training. So I started to move away from the idea that I needed to look a certain way by focusing on, you know, the better aspects of looking a certain way and not caring if for some absolutely arbitrarily unnecessary bullshit reason, if you couldn't see my collarbones, no one would love me. That was a huge thing. In so many of my old pictures, I do everything I can to pop my collarbones out because I thought that is how I needed to look. I thought I needed to be super, super, super skinny and like, skin and bones and just all of these things. I thought I needed to look like that because society and bullshit and just like being fed a steady diet of you don't look a certain way so you can't be successful if you don't look like blah 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 blah. Thank God for the people in my space. Thank God for the women who are in my space every day being like, that is bullshit, you are beautiful the way you are, and this, that, and the other thing. I'm so thankful for them because I probably wouldn't be where I am in my business if I hadn't been able to get past this idea that I had to look a certain way and be a certain way in order to be successful. I could be successful literally just by being good at what I was doing and showing up that way. And so, the idea that you have to be perfect on Instagram and only show up that certain way is what I thought you had to do in order to be successful. You don't. You don't need to do that at all. Another thing I thought you had to do was you needed to buy all of the courses under the sun. You needed to buy everything and anything that told you it could help you. And I did. I bought a lot. I spent a lot of money on a lot of courses and certifications because I thought that's what I needed. And I learned something from all of those things. I learned something from everything that I did, but there were definitely full, like, hours and hours and hours of this content that I was consuming that I was like, this is, this is not applicable. Like, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't resonate. But because they had been successful doing that, I thought I had to do the same thing. I thought, well, this person did it this way, so I have to do that too in order to be successful. No. And then really the last thing, this wasn't on my original list, um, but it's, it was one of the things that I just struggled with just in general all of the time in my life was you had to be working from sunup to sundown in order to be successful. You had to be the epitome, the perfect definition, the poster child, so to speak, for 
hustle culture, for the grind. I used to glorify the grind. The fact that I wasn't sleeping sometimes more than three or four hours a night, I was like, yeah, I'm getting shit done. I don't need to sleep. Team, no sleep. Who cares? Work and work and work and hustle, 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 hustle. What the fuck was I hustling? What was I doing? I didn't have a business. I didn't have clients in the beginning. What the heck was I doing? I don't know. I look back and I read my schedule and it literally is just like work on work on business thing, work on money course, work on work on this. I'm like, what the fuck did I actually get done? None of it. I didn't get anything done. I was just busy doing stuff because I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing because I didn't decide what I was actually supposed to be doing. I was just doing what other people were doing and I wasn't making any changes. I wasn't making any allowances. I wasn't doing any of it. I was just trying to do everything while also doing literally nothing at the same time. And those are all the things that I thought I needed to do to have a business. Those were all the things that I thought I needed in order to start my business. And so my business really stalled for the first couple of months. I wasn't getting clients. I made a course. I marketed the course poorly, might I add. I pulled the, oh, I made it so now people will maybe buy it nonsense. Absolutely not. The fact that anyone bought it is still like an absolute miracle blessing to me where I can't believe they did. And I'm so, so thankful for the three of you who did because going through it Getting so much feedback that I did for it was absolutely incredible and really what I should have done in the first place. And so really when you're starting a business, at least for me, the thing that I really needed to do to start it was to literally just start. And for me, starting was talking about what I was doing. It wasn't just like one day I like made a post and was like, oh my gosh, I'm offering a course. Woohoo! And then never talking about it again, which I kind of did. Um, or when I opened up one-on-one clients for the first time and when I opened up the beta test for my group coaching program that I have now, I just like said some words and then nothing happened because I thought that was all you had to do. And so when that didn't work, I realized like, oh, I need to talk about it more. And so I started incorporating it into stories. I started posting about it more because this is this is what sometimes frustrates me about my own story is I spent four, almost four years in the network marketing industry. And in network marketing, we are taught and we learned that most people are not seeing your stories, they're not seeing your posts, the algorithm is working against you. So you need to be talking about what you're doing all the time, which, you know, I get, can be kind of annoying depending on, you know, what you're doing. But we were taught like, you know, you gotta be posting about the opportunity, about the products all the time. And when I left that and I went into coaching, I didn't wanna do that anymore. I didn't wanna be, on stories all day, every day, just self-promoting. I didn't want to be posting like four or five times a day talking about the same thing. So it was really hard for me to talk about this new thing that I was offering. But that's literally what you need to do. You don't have to post like 50 times a day and you don't have to talk for six hours on your stories every day about what it is you're doing. But every day, 
You should show up in some capacity as who you are as a coach, what you have to offer people, what testimonials you have gotten from people. And if you haven't gotten testimonials from people, go out and get them. Talk to people. Ask people what they want to hear, what they actually want to know, what they're actually struggling with. And then create based off of that. I knew I knew I wanted to create something around money. I wanted to help other people with their money. I wanted to help them manage their money. I wanted to help them manifest money. I wanted to teach them so many different things, but I couldn't do all of it at once. So I spent several months writing posts about different things, seeing what content was good, seeing what content was bad, asking polls and stories, getting feedback about different things that I could in fact offer people and how I could expand them more. And that is literally how I built a business. That is the real way that I built and got clients and have gotten testimonies and have helped people is because I just started talking about what I had to offer. I still don't have 10,000 followers. I sure as shit do not have a pretty social media feed. I've got reels, IGTVs. Some of them have cover photos. Some of them don't. Some of them have posts. Some of these posts are just in different preset colors because it didn't work with the background. There are... I have so many different versions of my hair on social media. It's blonde, sometimes it's purple, sometimes it's straight, sometimes it's curly. None of it makes any damn sense, but that is literally who I am. I have cats on my Instagram, I have cats on my story, I talk about my fitness life, I talk about so many different things because that is who I am and what I have to offer people is who I am. Who I am, what I have been through, the education that I have, the skills that I have learned, the things that I have developed, all of that is what I have to offer people. It does not matter at this moment in time that I don't have 10,000 followers. It does not matter that I don't for sure know what the heck I'm going to be doing with my business in 10 years. It does not matter that I have not written a book about money. It doesn't matter that I don't have somebody managing my social media. It does not matter that my Instagram is everything that I am. It is money. It is fitness. It is, it is my faith. It is my cats. It is my husband. It is all of me because all of me is what has shaped me into being a money mindset coach to help you manage your money, to get a better mindset around money, and to keep you focused on that. And I wish that my dumb face a year ago, over a year ago now, had been like, Cassie, In order to be a good coach, you just have to start showing up for people. You have to show up for yourself and you have to show up for other people. And that is how you will become a good coach, a better coach, a successful coach. How you will create the business that you want. The same way that it's how I've created the podcast. It's the same way how I try to create anything. It is coming from who am I? Who am I in this moment? Who am I for this experience? Who am I for the people that I can help? Who am I and what do I have to offer? 
You don't need a whole bunch of fancy everything. You don't have to have jack shit figured out from the get-go. You just need to know who you are, what you have to offer, and you talk about it. You talk about it, you talk about it, you help people, you expand, and you help people. If you are trying to start a business in a, in a coaching business at that, or a service business, or a product business, or anything like that, in this specific moment, if that is what you are trying to do, start with you. And that is what just starting for me looks like. And anytime now, when I'm sitting down to start a new project, the projects I have working on right now, it's who can I help And how can me, how can me, Cassie, help them? How can I help them? What can I do for those other people? Not how much money can they give me? Not how well will this marketing campaign go to get me clients? Not blah, 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 blah thing that you think you need. It's how can I help these people? And what can I do for them? And when you come from that place, you're going to come from just a better feeling place. You're going to be more excited about it because you're not trying to be somebody else. You are being the highest, best version of yourself. And that's really what starting is. That's what keeps you going is when you are showing up fully as yourself in your space to start this experience. Um, And I think that's probably going to be the end of this episode. I'm so excited for everything that is coming. Uh, We've got relationship coaches starting that relationship. We have authors. I know that we've got um, for my moms out there. We've got some good homeschooling education. Um, Just starting that. I know with COVID, it's been a very scary, uh, stressful time with distance learning and going back to it. And maybe homeschooling is actually more in your wheelhouse. That is coming up very soon. Um, I've got tons of just entrepreneurs who focus in helping you start that business, getting past those first couple of steps, getting past the, oh shit, I just started something moment and really building on that. So I'm so so excited for all of the things that are to come in the next couple of months. Definitely, if you have somebody that you admire and that you just adore, or if you admire and adore yourself and you would like to be a guest on here, or you know someone who would be a good guest, please, please tag me in something with them. Shoot me a message. Send me who they are. I am always always, always, always open and looking for new guests, new connections, new people to share, new experiences to share because we are all individual people living, we are all souls living a human experience and we all have something to bring to the table across every kind of background, every kind of race, every kind of gender, every kind of sexual orientation, no matter how you identify, your story is welcome here and I and that's one of my favorite things and I'm just so excited to be sharing more of those with y'all and I think I'm probably gonna just wrap up um 
Yes. Thank y'all so much. Make sure, as always, you take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your stories, tag me, tag the podcast. It's how this all grows. If it wasn't for you guys sharing this out on your social medias, connecting it with your new friends, connecting it with your old friends, your families, your neighbor's dog, your friend's cats, if it wasn't for you guys, this wouldn't be a thing. This podcast wouldn't keep happening. It it's really for you guys. And so I just appreciate it so much when I see all those tags and I love it so much. And I cannot wait to see the incredible things that we are going to do. Uh, it is quarter two of 2021. This is season three, the official introduction to season three of the Get Fit podcast. And I'm just so thankful for all of y'all and just have an absolutely incredible, wonderful day. Enjoy being alive because I'm enjoying you being alive because you're awesome. Okay. Bye, y'all.